0: Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at CopyChief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Hey, welcome to Copy Chief Radio. It's Kevin Rogers here. Hey, if you're a freelancer and um, you're wondering what it takes to land that first gig, you're going to love this interview today. Uh, Rebecca Rossman is my guest, and Rebecca is a member of Copy Chief and someone who's really impressed me with her um, copywriting and the way she studies copywriting. And that really paid off for her recently after she came to Copy Chief Live, not even really looking for a gig, came away with one, and then the process she used to really get caught up quick on the style of copy that her new client used, I think it's going to be really valuable to you. So uh, sit tight. You might want to grab a notebook for this one. You're going to learn some really cool stuff. Rebecca, thanks for doing this, and I'm excited to have this chat.
1: Yeah, thank you, Kevin. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, awesome. So as I mentioned, you came to Copy Chief Live. It was fabulous meeting you there. And um, you were just kind of coming to what, to hang out and be around the other members and kind of get the lay of the land a little bit. Weren't really expecting a gig, yeah?
1: That's true. Yeah, I was really, as soon as you put the call out for the conference back in July, I was I was there. I might have been like within the first 10 people <laughs> <laughs> who signed up for it. Um, yeah, meeting people live is a big deal. And, yeah. Yeah. Um and, and online it's great inside copy chief but um, I just really wanted to get to know the people uh, in real life um, just to see what personalities were like and yeah and, um, there's so much there's so much richness that happens in uh, conversations um, and just comparing I guess different experiences of our journey into freelancing and what people have been up to and doing and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, people, it's just, they, like you said, they become real right before your eyes. It's always a little freaky to see somebody that you've mm-hmm. formed this relationship with digitally. And then you uh, the next thing you know, you know, by the end of the first day, it, it, all, it all feels like a family reunion. <laughs> and uh, people are sharing right on a really v- very real and deep level about their experience and it, it helps you quickly assess sort of where you are on your journey what's ahead and in a lot of ways how far you've come uh which is hard to you know dictate when you all you have is a digital experience
1: mhm yeah i could tell there had been a real shift that happened since going to the copy Cheap live um as far as my Um, my relationship to copywriting, and um, I I think maybe just thinking about it, I don't. For whatever reason, you know, they there's that whole uh, metaphor of a seed, and coming into copywriting at first is kind of like that seed when you first put it into the ground, and you're all excited to see Mm. what's going to happen, but it's not grounded yet, and it's it's pretty. You know, there's like a for copywriting, all the theories and psychology and the writing styles is very exciting. Um, but uh, after the conference, I felt like I had started to grow some roots um, into the that fertile soil <laughs> yeah. of, of um, just the the whole industry of yeah. copywriting. Yeah, and and all... you know, mm-hmm. oh. Meeting the publishers was a yeah, big deal right. part of that
0: too. Yeah, I was going to bring that up because you signed up for the, the roundtables. And the way we did it was we set up eight zones in eight groups. So you were in a group of five or six writers and got to go around and meet all the publishers. Uh, a lot of Agora, the divisions, Clayton Makepeace and his wife, Wendy, had a table. And uh, guys like Dan Ferrari with Dig In. Um, so tell us a little bit about that experience.
1: Okay. Well, uh, the first table that I was assigned to, it was the same group of people. We all moved from table to table and each of the publishers stayed at their table. So I don't remember how many tables there were, maybe eight. I think it was eight, man. yep. Mm-hmm. Eight. And, um, and it would start off with the publishers introducing themselves and talking a little bit about their... Division and what it was like to work at their for their team and what they were wanting, but a lot of them were really wanting to uh, kind of woo the copywriters yeah. to come work for them. So I thought a lot of um, time was spent uh, like talking about how great it was to work at their different places and. It all sounded really exciting. Um, I happen to live on the other side of the coast, so it wasn't.
0: Yeah, they need a West Coast division <laughs> at Agora. Um, it <laughs> it's a little, it's a, it's a bit much to ask somebody to move uh, cross country, <laughs> but, you know, there are opportunities for freelancing as well if you've got a little more experience. But overall, just cool way to get a better view of the landscape, understand their motivations and see how uh eager they are to bring on copywriters like you said they literally sat there and pitched you on potentially coming to to write for them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and what what's also pretty cool about that is that the publishers are also writers themselves and so it's kind of like talking to colleagues at the same time they're they're the boss people and they're (laughs) the ones who are um I don't know. (laughs) They're the ones with the uh, driving the show kind of Yeah, they're the ones.
0: Right. So yeah, you're getting to meet directly who you'd be working with and who'd be giving you notes and who'd be chiefing you and all that good stuff. Um, And so for you, the highlight was meeting uh, Clayton and Wendy Makepeace.
1: Yeah, they were very warm and personable. Um, It was, I was surprised at how um, friendly and inviting they were they had they had a really funny little um, thing in the middle of their table they had a big bowl full of chocolate bars and it could have been like I think it was, payday, <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. How appropriate. Yeah. so they sweetened us up at the beginning it was uh-huh. um, yeah and and Clayton make peace he just has a really nice relaxed personality that really came yeah. out um when he was talking to, him. yeah,
0: they're super cool, really nice people. they live right across the bridge here from me in uh, over in Sarasota. so i'm I'm excited that they're bringing writers there to to work with them uh because uh, you know we're growing quite a community of copywriters uh, around around these parts these days. so um uh, super cool. so um let's talk a little bit about networking, you know that big ugly word that every nobody. I don't like using that word. I just don't know what else to call it. It is about growing your network and, um, you know, relationships, having more relationships. Uh, but when people think about networking and a lot of people tense up and think, oh, this is going to feel so forced and unnatural. But you you did a really good job of, you know, presenting yourself and creating really authentic relationships. Talk a little bit about the the mindset you went into that with.
1: Okay. Well, I take a little more of an organic approach to networking. In fact, I'm probably one of the weird people who enjoy it <laughs> and, um, and look forward to it um, just because I like meeting uh, people and hearing their stories. Um, you know, I think that my approach might be based in um, all the years of our kids going through elementary school where you get to meet people from all different backgrounds of life and you don't necessarily talk about mm-hmm. your jobs, but you're talking about other parts of your life. And it really puts uh, the relationship on an even ground um, when you're getting to know each other as, as normal people, um, not what you can do for right. each other. But sometimes that happens with, you know, the volunteering part in school. But, um, but yeah, that's I really like that. Um, approach and I was uh, you know my number one priority was to see what copy chief was like just to kind of get a sense of what the whole scene is about Um, but it it came out really really well
0: hey it's Kev here and if you like this podcast then you are gonna love the copy chief app total custom easy to use smooth phone app where you can listen to every podcast episode, plus get all the show notes and dig it. You can listen right inside the app, even when your phone is in the locked position. Super cool. Plus right there in the same app, you get access to all the great free copy chief content to help you write better, higher converting copy. Plus members can access the private form area right from the mobile app. It's available for you for free, right now, wherever you get your apps, Apple, Android, go get it. Download the Copy Chief app today because nobody writes alone. Yeah, I love that idea. Like you said, you know, we're two humans having a conversation. You know, I, I, I actually avoid business talk if possible. You know, if somebody comes up to me and immediately is like, you know, what do you do? Or mm-hmm. what's your business all about? And it's like, eh. You know, it's fine, but I'd rather I'd rather get there organically, like you said. And I like to ask people where'd you come in from? And just, you know, tell me where you're from. Chances are I've I've been there or I if I haven't been there, then I'm even more curious. And uh it's just uh it, it it's more interesting conversation. And if you can that's what people are gonna remember too, right? It's it's the stuff you have in common or the little sidebars you have. Uh, as much or more than the business talk that's gonna it's gonna make the bond that 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 turns into something so um nice work on that and so um through all this uh great authentic organic uh connecting you did, you actually end up with a gig uh again not your priority going there, but came away uh, with an offer to work with a uh a pretty big publisher talk about how how that gig, uh, came about and, um, and how you felt about it when, when, uh, you know, give us the, give us some, some of the details of what they hired okay. you to do. Uh, how
1: that gig came about. I
0: was, sorry, I, I asked like three questions there. I guess we could just skip to, um, them, you know, wanting to hire you. Um and how, sort of how that went down. So if somebody's listening and they're thinking, how does it even work to to get hired by by one of these publishers? What what are they looking for and what did they hire well, you to do? First of
1: all, I did make some really nice connections and meeting people at, during the happy hour after the round tables, and uh, one of the publishers, um, introduced he he introduced me to another publisher who needed copywriters. So the introduction was very seamless and um, and I, w- I just want to say the word easy but it's it, w- it was very nice well done um, and and so the publishers that I worked with wanted to see some samples and um, were interested in like a, a couple lift letters and maybe a sales page they explained that they start, with smaller projects with new writers on their team. And, um, and so that that's how it started. Uh, they gave me a project to work on. And with that project, they gave me um, like the sales page and also three examples of their lift letters that I had already gone out with it. Um, so, so I took mm-hmm. the one that was the control copy and I started to break it down into um, the parts that it, how it worked. So I look for the main hook, which is pretty obvious from the very beginning. And, and then I started listing down the emotions that are targeted at each part of the paragraphs, you know, opening and all that. Um, hmm. I wrote those down in mm-hmm. the margins. And then looked at the different lengths of the sentences, so what their cadence is like, what the rhythm is like, and how they're writing, because I wanted to match it. Um, And then one thing that was bothering me, and anytime something bothers me, I always, like, have to dig in (laughs) and figure out what's going on here. Um, And the part that caught my eye was the use of passive verbs in the in the letter, the lift letter, as well as the active verbs. And I was thinking, what, passive verbs? You're not supposed to write with passive verbs. Um, So if this is the control letter, what is it about the passive verbs that's working? Um, So then I took a highlighter and I just highlighted all the verbs in the letter. Um, And then I went back in with my pencil and circled all the passive verbs. so the way it was mapped out is kind of a visual. It was, you know, it's just kind of like layering information on top of each other. And, um, and it, almost immediately I could see that the passive verbs lined up with the emotions that were uh, a little more fear-based. So, um, and, mm. and then the active verbs lined up with the emotions that were more hope-based so it looked to me like uh, the use of the passive verbs put the reader in a passive mindset. So things that are happening to them, um, whether it's the government making decisions right. or time marching on your skin, you know, with your skin aging and or body. Um, it could-
0: right. So things things you might feel like you don't have yeah. control over, they're just... Exactly. Happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. You have to passively <laughs> and accept And then as them. soon mm-hmm.
1: as the language turns around into the more active, more, um, yeah, the active verbs and the more hopeful emotions, it puts the reader into more mindset of having control and being able to take that action. And it seemed like the closer it got to the little button to sign up for their Free newsletter um, the more active the verbs got. So I thought that was really brilliant. And uh, of course, I got excited. I was at the co-working place that I was working at, and there's one other copywriter there. So I'm, like, waiting for him to pull his head up because he busy on <laughs> something. As soon as I see him, I'm like, James, come over here. You have to see this. So he, both of us totally just <laughs> nerded out on it for about 20 minutes. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's like this little Eureka moment, right? This is what copywriters do. We're all in our laboratories just tinkering with stuff and trying to really understand it. And, you know, what a cool moment. What a cool thing to to recognize. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a it's next-level copywriting tactic. You know, we think about the formulas and the uh, structures of letters and all that. And, again, those are the things we all uh, can pretty easily – get our hands on and look to understand and even reverse engineer in just about any control you come across. But taking that extra step of really paying attention to the language, breaking out the highlighter, circling things like passive versus active verbs and see why. Why are they used this way? What What's going on here psychologically? That's really cool. And so when you went to write what they had hired you to write, did you adapt to that same principle?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. And and did they, uh, did did they notice that?
1: No, I didn't really, I didn't say anything about it. Um, I turned it, I turned it in. I Mm -hmm. did, you know, recently I did, I emailed and asked them, but um, yeah, no, I don't know if it was done on purpose or if it was just like a subliminal way that the,
0: just a writing yeah. style of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so regardless, a great takeaway, a great copy lesson in, in itself and, um, and very cool. And so, uh, this was the first gig and, uh, and what's next? <laughs> Are you wanting to work more with publishers, uh, entrepreneurs? What's, what's your takeaway from it all?
1: I'm still, I'm still like in a more exploratory phase. I'm excited about everything. Um, I mean, even if I say I don't want to write for a certain sector, I'm like pleasantly surprised when I enjoy it. So uh, I, you know, I do have my areas where I have more experience life experience that match up well with it. But as you're saying with copywriters, that curious brain wants to learn (laughs) You know, like yeah. the, the mysteries of life, are just they're never ending. And
0: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that's the thing. That's a good point. If you're studying copy, then you should read copy wherever you find it, right? And and really look at it and and study it and reverse engineer it. Like, you know, I never wrote for the financial market, and it still, on some levels, doesn't quite resonate with me. It doesn't feel like a full-on personality match. However, I uh, there's no denying that it's the best copy out there, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many times. I'm on several lists. I like to see what everybody's doing, and I'll just uh, constantly be grabbed by the subject line, start reading, and next thing I know, I've read uh, you know an entire sales letter on my phone or something because the copy's just so good. I mean we really study the financial markets and how they they just they just don't waste a word right because it's such an info hungry market that they know their their uh, subscribers and their customers are reading a lot of stuff from a lot of different sources and they cannot afford to be boring or uh or obvious right and so it's it's a great great study just for that um So yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, if you want to have an unfair advantage in your favorite niche, then bring the principles from the most competitive niches into that niche and there's your unfair advantage, you know? Um, So very cool, Rebecca. Um, I appreciate you sharing this with us. And uh, I'm excited to watch your career develop. I know you've invested um, well into really understanding this, this beautiful science that we all are so passionate about. I know you've, you're, you're working through John Carlton's simple writing system, which I think is one of the best resources out there on, uh, how to learn copy. So, um, Rebecca Rossman.com. Let me spell it for you. R E B E C C A R O S 1-S S M A N. Rebecca Rossman.com go uh, see what Rebecca's teaching over there and again thanks a lot for sharing this really appreciate it
1: excellent thank you so much this is fun
0: thank you talk soon bye-bye hey thanks for listening I hope you dug the show come on over to copychief.com that's where you'll find all the backlog all the transcribes all the show notes and all the free
1: weekly copywriting tips copychief.com